0: talking shortcuts, productivity coaching, and video production with Brittany Smith. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com/newsletter and stay up to date. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this time around, we have something that I I should have done a long time ago, and I just haven't gotten to it, and so we finally made the schedules work. And so you know her, you love her. Brittany Smith is here, uh, one of our favorite panelists on Mac Voices Live. Brittany, great to have you. Thank you so much for agreeing to talk to us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Chuck.
0: So everybody knows you from Mac Voices Live and your commentary there on whatever the topic du jour or topics du jour are, and you mention it whenever we say, you know, hey, Brett, where can folks find you? You know, what else are you doing? You always mention the your YouTube channel, YouTube.com/addliberator, and I've looked a couple times, and but I I'd never. I recently dug in a little bit, and it's like, holy cow! Number one, there's a lot of content here. Number two, Brittany's producing a lot. Um, herself, and it's great content, both from a, a production standpoint, but more importantly, from a content standpoint. So, you're an ADD coach by trade. What are you doing with video becoming a video producer? How'd this happen?
1: Okay. You know, if we want to get back in my life story, and I don't really think that's what we want to do, but before I went through cognitive neuroscience, um, before I had a child development degree. I had a film degree. Um, I didn't that was know that. my very first. Yeah, I have four degrees cuz I'm a crazy person. And and the first one so I've always loved making videos since I was 12. Um, you know, these are less story oriented than the ones I used to make when I was 12, but you know, like it's a medium I really love.
0: So you just do this just because you love it and You obviously are good at it and have content that you want to share.
1: And, and, you know, I, it's, it's funny because in the, in the tech world, like when I talk to you, when I talk to other folks, occasionally I'm the ADHD person, but often I'm the brain person and that's great. When I'm in the ADHD world, I'm the tech person. So technology coaching with, with the understanding of like a productivity mindset and when appropriate an ADHD mindset that is a lot of my jam. Um, The things that I get really excited about are the intersections of our brains and technology, whatever your brain may look like. And so helping people with those workflows, I've definitely had technology coaching clients that didn't have ADHD. We were just working on improving their workflows.
0: That was going to be the next thing I I wanted to ask is how do you define a technology coach? But I think you maybe just did.
1: Well, you can't say consultant because that's the person who fixes your computer, but I'm the person that, how do you want to be using this? Let's make sure you do it. And depending on the person, because I don't want to overwhelm anybody, I may say, hey, I've noticed you've done this thing several times. Did you know there's a shortcut key for it? Or, hey, did you know that these two programs can talk really well together. I have a client who um, had all this information he had to pass between teams. And then he wanted to set reminders about it. He wanted to add it to his notes. And I was like, you know what? Shortcuts. <laughs> and we started him off making some shortcuts together. And he is in love now. <laughs> it's <has laughs> made all the difference in his workflow. And, and did he start off coming for ADHD coaching? Yeah. But in the end, that's been one of the most valuable things he's gotten out of it was this is how my brain works and this is a way that I can use a tool to make up for where my brain isn't that great so that I can focus on my strengths. Hmm.
0: So I'll ask this now so I don't forget later because we have a bunch of stuff we want to talk about but um, if one wanted to retain your services is this something that they have to be physically close to you or do you do it virtually?
1: No, technology coaching works great over Zoom cuz you can do a screen share. Um you can even plug in your phone to do a screen share over Zoom with your phone, sharing your phone screen too. Um yeah, you know, we could do the newer ways if we need to with, you know, FaceTime sharing and stuff, but you know, Zoom does it. So, yeah. Hmm. No physical proximity needed.
0: So you so like if I retained you, you could sit here and watch my workflow for how I produce Mac voices. And make suggestions on how I might streamline it.
1: Yeah. And maybe I don't have something, but often somebody comes with like, hey, I'm struggling with this. Let's figure it out. And sometimes it turns out that the program they're using actually doesn't work that intuitively. They just feel like they should be using it. And so we may find something that works a little bit, that feels more natural to them, right? Um, you know, if you were struggling with Final Cut and, oh, I hate it and I wish it were in the cloud, I know you don't, you like Final Cut, but I'd be like, well, Adobe works in the cloud, you know, <laughs> you know that, but <laughs> that's an example.
0: Well, it's, it's a it's a good example because, you know, you're right, we all get stuck in, in our own ruts, and yeah. if they work for us, great, but if there are those things that you say, gee, I wish it would or I wish it could… That's maybe where you can help them, you know, look outside their own little box and and find some of those things.
1: And I don't always have a solution, but we can always look into it together. Like having another person to externalize stuff to can be really valuable. Interesting. Okay. But I know that's not why you, why you brought me on. So No,
0: no, but I mean, it's just, <laughs> we're going to have to have more conversations, Brett. Um, so t- t- let's talk about the the, the YouTube channel. Um you know, I think it's interesting that you have s- selected a YouTube channel. There's a lot of stuff here of all kinds. And so, guide me through a little bit because um, there's some ADHD stuff, there's some shortcut stuff. Is that just, you know, sort of the nature of everything that you do, that they're all jumbled up and mixed together?
1: I don't want to manage two channels, Chuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Makes if sense. I
1: were running YouTube, you'd only turn on notifications for a particular playlist, right? You'd be like, oh, yeah, tech tips. I want that one. Or ADHD Guild. I want that one. Um, I don't run YouTube, though. So I can't choose how those notifications work. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we put out some Guild content about once a month. Um, and that's just. It's it's well literally to help promote our ADHD guild group that we have and and get the word out, but also like make sure there's content on the website because every video can become a blog post. Um, <laughs> but um, so we have some of that. We do our weekly review, and you don't have to have ADHD, but we sort of keep neurodiversity in mind for it. So we every week we do a live stream. Of course, I'll be gone next week because I'll be out of town, but uh, we do a live stream where we're just doing our own work. Like, and when I was getting started with getting things done, I was like, I I want to do this at the same time as somebody else because coming up with like a time to sit and do the weekly review was really hard. And I wanted, I actually looked for something like that and I never found it. And at a certain point I realized, wait, I could do it. <laughs> so um, my colleague and I, uh, we just, we sit down and we do our weekly review on a live stream. And sometimes we talk out our problems we invite people to share what they're working on if they're comfortable in the chat um sometimes we have a bunch of people sometimes we don't it's hit or miss Uh, but that's not the content i spent the most time on it's just other stuff that appears on the channel because managing multiple channels is not a thing i want to do (laughs)
0: um and and it exposes folks to to everything you're doing so that if they're interested in one they might be interested in some of the others and if not then they just don't watch that particular episode
1: yeah yeah Nothing wrong with that. Everyone should pick the content they want consciously and mindfully. Hmm. I, the, the thing that I've really been putting a lot of work into are the tech tips videos. Um, getting, getting started with iOS 16, so I downloaded it you know, <laughs> the week that it was available and I started playing with it. And then I started planning out some videos I'd already wanted to do, um, so a lot were coming out in the summer, and they're on iOS 16 because I didn't want them to feel dated <laughs> really soon. With the There's not a ton of visual changes, but there are some. and And so I started recording on it, but I just didn't talk about the iOS 16 features. And then I planned out the videos that were specifically about iOS 16 for when that would actually come out.
0: So, I mean, that feels very forward thinking. That feels very intentional, which is probably what I would expect from an ADHD coach. But um, just the idea that you know that you—they're not necessarily geared to ADHD, but I'm sure that you can share them in that to your clients and in that world.
1: Yeah, they, they come from sort of my brain perspective. I look at technology with our brains and our biology, thinking about that first. And so, yeah, the things I'm talking about are the things that I think would help people live happier, more productive lives with their technology. We're talking about focus modes and some coming up. Um, you know, we talk about the changes to Notification Center um, in one of the upcoming videos. And we talk about, I have one in the past, but. Notification center also, but that one's less positive. <laughs> and so these things that are really about how we interact all the time, like making sure you feel like your apps are organized the way that makes sense for you, not seeing a page of apps when it's not appropriate to, like when it might be distracting as opposed to helpful. Or, hey, it's evening. I don't want to see my work stuff. Instead, I would like to see my for fun stuff. And, and just sort of being mindful and intentional about what's, what's this world we want to interact with on our phones so we can... Feel better about it.
0: It, As I'm listening to you talk, it strikes me that this is something that uh, so many of us need more and more of, because the worlds are blending together. I mean, the pandemic sent a lot of us home to work, and so it, and, and that apparently was an issue for a lot of people that they couldn't pick it up in the morning, or they couldn't put it down at night, or you know, they couldn't couldn't get started, or couldn't stop. And that led to a lot of different issues. And so, somebody, so much of what you're talking about here sounds like it crosses over into the mindfulness thing. It's it's not just tech, but it's 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 tech with mindfulness in mind.
1: Sorry. I mean, it doesn't have to be like mindfulness, like, you know, mindfulness training, but just like not letting our devices decide for us. If, if all of the companies that we have apps from had their way, they would have all of your attention all of the time. And that's probably not what you would choose. But you're the one who paid for your device, Chuck. You should get to choose how you use it. And if we don't stop and think about it, we aren't the ones in charge.
0: Are you implying that the device is in charge?
1: I'm implying that if we don't choose to not have things interrupt us, things will interrupt us because it is in the best interest of the people making the apps. Okay. And sometimes those people are Apple. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Putting news widgets on whether I want it or not.
0: (laughs) Well, and sometimes there are other entities out there that get even more intrusive and demanding. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So what, I mean, I've watched a few of these, but I I didn't try to pretend to watch all of them. Um, So, I mean, what is your target length uh, for these? Is it just as long as it needs to be, or do you kind of try to limit it?
1: Yeah, I was going for smaller ones, although the one that comes out the same week that this probably will come out is much longer. And I just didn't think it was interesting enough to be, to justify being multiple videos. So that one's like 10 minutes long. Um, but a a lot of them are two to three minutes long. So they're just, they're sort of these little bite-sized chunks, but I actually had an even bigger plan than that. Um, so, so what I did was I thought, oh, I actually have all of these things I want to share and they're all on this one topic. So the one that I did first was organizing your apps. Um, and I made them like a mini series course. So I have actually, um, coming available next week, uh, a little mini series course. So if somebody wants all of it together with some extra stuff where I do intros and and things like that in, you know, a nice, pretty horizontal mode, or just, they want to support the work I'm doing, it'll be cheap. You know, I say straight on there, a bunch of these videos are on YouTube, you know, you don't have to pay for this to get the content. It's just available if somebody wants it. And I thought, okay, so, and that's how I got my head around it. Like, oh, I have lots of things to say on this one topic. So I can release videos on that one topic and have them also add up to a bigger whole. Um, the next mini series is hiding distracting apps. So I have a whole bunch of things. That's where I do my deep dive on focus modes because you can hide whole screens of apps and things like that. So, so they're along these little little mini topics.
0: Okay. Um, yeah i mean i feel like we're bouncing around but i definitely want to make sure I, I get get no 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 i it's it, there, there's so many things here to talk about um so how, how is uh, how are you where do you go to get those as they become available
1: um i have a teachable link
0: oh oh okay the service yeah, teachable yeah. okay
1: yeah all right It's is the teachable platform
0: Okay, then I will definitely – you'll send me that link. I'll make sure, folks, yeah. that I have it in the show notes so yeah, no you problem. can find it pretty easily. Um, okay, so let's talk – let's go uh, video geek just a little bit and talk about the production of how you do these. Are these strictly mm-hmm. – well, I know they're not all just strictly screen captures because there's some that it appears there's a bit more production work being done. Um uh, who's doing it? Are you doing it all solo or do you have partners or how vendors, how is it working out?
1: So I record four sources. I have a screen recording. I have two cameras and I have a microphone source. Um, and I'm actually really proud of this. Can I go real geeky?
0: Go Yes.
1: Okay. So they all save each device saves to its own folder in iCloud drive. So I had to get the footage or this audio and I save it to the folder and I have a hazel rule for my iCloud folders that will rename them based on the folder that they're in. And then I put them in another set of folders so that they're all named the same. So I can easily find, cause I'll do a whole set of recordings in a single day. And so they're all set up so that I can easily sync them up in final cut or rather my editor can. So I have an editor who does a first pass. Um, and then I get it back and do the formatting for it and, um, and into the different formats that I want it to be. And then I have somebody help me with the posting in, in different locations.
0: Hmm. Um, okay. Posting in different locations. I know about YouTube. Where else do they get posted?
1: Teachable. And some of them become blog posts if I think they're big enough oh. to go on my blog for my okay. website. Um, on, on the roadmap is turning some of the smaller ones into TikToks as much as I've had resistance to doing that in the past. and <laughs> but it it is on the roadmap. I'll
0: be I'll be anxious to hear how that goes because that's something that I keep saying I really need to do that, and I'll get around to it one of these days, and I never quite mm-hmm. get there because it's not comfortable, you know.
1: It so. yeah, it, and if if it's not a place that you spend a lot of time, it's not comfortable.
0: Yeah, the I, I'm I'm intrigued by using the Hazel rules to rename things in iCloud. Um, that's intriguing.
1: Otherwise I'd lose track of what belonged with what footage. Like, so yeah, they, they, they get names like, um, side cam, front cam, you know, lav mic, <laughs> screen. Um, so they get those names and then they get names for like the specific video that it's for.
0: So, I mean, I, I yes, I, I guess I'm getting, asking you to get into the nuts and bolts. <laughs> okay. So let's say this video the camera 1 and camera 2 are go t- mm-hmm. to two different folders and then mic yep. 1 goes to a separate folder. And mm-hmm. because of they land in those folders they get automatically named mic 1 mic 2 or excuse me camera 1 camera 2 and mic. Mm-hmm.
1: And then and they then get moved into another folder. Yeah.
0: That is done ma- that, and you do that part of it manually?
1: Nope. that's Hazel. It goes okay. into another folder called ready. It doesn't matter. But it's one that's Uh, Not included in the Hazel rules. And then I go, oh, well, these ones were all, because when they all get in there, at the end of the day, I can say, well, the first ones all belong together. The second ones all belong together. I may do a timestamp check just to double check. but Mm. um, And then I drag all of those into another folder that's set to rename that may be, you know, organize apps one or something like that. And so then they're all of the ones that belong together. That way my editor sees them and he goes, oh, these all go together. Because they're all the okay. same name. Okay. Yeah. And we uh, share those over iCloud Drive too.
0: Right. Well, I, I, I it was, was just miss- already there. I was missing the one piece that you have the separate Hazel rule to move them from their separate folders into mm-hmm. a main folder, and then you just there is a manual part of the process. I mean, yeah, the
1: second drop in where right. I where I put it into the correct yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, this okay. belongs
1: with this video.
0: Because if you were figuring, if you had figured out a way to for it to know what you were recording, I wanted to know about it, so.
1: Oh, yeah, that would be amazing, but that sounds awful to me and not reliable. <laughs> well,
0: and, and see, you just, you know, you said it because that's one of the big challenges, I think, whenever you're setting up these workflows is you need them to be reliable and you don't mm-hmm. need to be rebuilding them every 10 minutes. No. Because a new system update came out. So, yeah. the, I think that's one reason that people shy away from using shortcuts or using automations is they they come to depend on them. And then if they break, you know, it's, it almost feels like, gee, I'm just, I'm just going to do it manually because I know that won't break.
1: It does suck when they break, but there are some ways you can make it a little bit more robust. Like, okay, this one's going to last, you know, sort of thinking ahead, you know, all of my shortcuts it's a tangent, but like all of my shortcuts for client meetings, it's going to grab the client's name from somewhere else. Right. Like it's not I don't have anything that's dependent on seeing my full list of clients because that's constantly fluctuating. It's going to grab it from, you know, a group of potential ones and maybe I have to choose. And so that part's a little bit manual, but it's also going to be more robust as my client list ever changes. Got it. Got it.
0: Well, I I did want to go back for just a second and spend the whole way back to the ADHD guilt, because we sort of Mm -hmm. passed over that. And for folks that maybe aren't familiar with you, I I want to make sure you explain what that is, because that may also be of interest to them as well.
1: It's a community for nerdy folks with ADHD. Any kind of nerdy is fine. Um, Other forms of neurodiversity, including autism spectrum, are also welcome. But a lot of our educational content is going to be specifically around ADHD. and and people will share things like their daily tasks and and have accountability. We have tiers that have co-working so you can get on and work with other people inside of our Discord server. Um, it, it's very Discord-based, and we have multiple levels of support. And, and just having a little community where you can share things and not have to struggle by yourself.
0: Um, I assume that there's a cost associated with this.
1: It is, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So... Um, again, please send me links to to all this uh, so we can yes. s- folks can you know jump around and select what they want. Um, and you also mentioned, I guess your editor works in Final Cut. Are you a Final Cut uh, girl too, or do you mm-hmm. prefer one of the other? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I was going to use whatever he's using, but I also already had Final Cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and and right now, I'll give him the footage. He'll get it all synced up and give me a rough cut. And then put the project file without the footage because I'll keep my own copy of the footage um, back into iCloud Drive, and and then I just relink all the footage. It's pretty quick. I've even been using Keyboard Maestro to automate that part of it, which is very exciting. <laughs> and um, and then I'm I'm ready to go put it in whatever format I need.
0: Have you considered any of the, um, I mean, you mentioned the Adobe products, but there are several others that are out there that, uh, or are editing in the cloud, um, so that you don't have quite the same level maybe of back and forth. Or do those appeal to you at all? Or is this a case where you found something that works for you and you're going to just use that?
1: At the moment, it's working, if we could do something that was more in sync, that'd be great, but it would probably come with additional costs and at the moment, we have our copies of Final Cut. we both know how to use it, so there's not a learning curve. um in fact, sometimes' watching each other edit things, we'll learn something we didn't know, which is always fun and so and we you know, we've known each other for I don't know eighteen years, nineteen years, something like that, so we have a really good Rapport and we can get stuff figured out pretty quickly.
0: I, I, I love, you know, this may not be interesting to some folks, but I love talking through workflows because I, I learned that yeah. you, you and I were talking pre-show about various inspirations we've had from other people. Um, and that, that have affected what we've done and what we plan to do or hope to do at some point. And so it's never wasted as far as I'm concerned. It's because it, I always feel like there's something there that even if I don't realize it right now, I may think about it at dinner tonight. It's okay. like, you know, that's a really good idea or I could do that or I could take that and turn it sideways and do this. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the channel, the channel is. Frankly, is just kind of amazing. There's so much good stuff there, and I would love to have people check all that out, check everything you're doing out, because um, it's. I think the ADD thing, ADHD, excuse me, I think is so important, Um, and I'm not sure that the state of our society right now and our world that maybe we all don't have a little bit of it, or it's. If we have that tendency, it's not coming to the fore.
1: Here's the thing. There are a few exceptions, but mostly stuff that's good for folks with ADHD is good for everyone. There are exceptions, but mostly that's true. It's just that it's not getting to a level where it's become debilitating for folks without ADHD. And so, you know, there is, there is that thing. I mean, I could go on a whole tangent about that's why some mental health professionals have issues with it. But, but the fact is, my definition is it's extra human. You know, those Those things that human beings do that are so creative and great, like ADDers do a lot of that. We're always having ideas. Um, But also those things that are just so bonehead, like, I'm sorry, I've lost my keys how many times? We do more of that too. (laughs) So all of those very specific human things, we just do more of it. And so it, it really is like extra human, extra human in the dumb stuff, but also in some exciting stuff.
0: Well and you bring up a a really important point though, um a lot of us and maybe I'm not particularly proud of this because I know I've done it, but you know we we will joke about you know, yeah, oh, I've got a d h d and and we may have it to a degree, but you use the word debilitating, and that's something that I think we don't always appreciate, just how sorry but how counterproductive you know that having that syndrome might be
1: and and it's all about situation. I mean, you know, you're going to hear a little biology lecture, but we evolved as a society. Our neurodiversity as a society, like the fact that your brain, Chuck, is a little bit different from mine, that makes us all stronger as, as a race of human beings. And And the fact that we all have these different strengths, that we can come together to build things that we couldn't build with people who only had a brain like mine or like yours or like Sam's over there it makes us so much stronger than the sum of our parts.
0: You're right. You're right. Sometimes we lose track of that, but it's true. I want to, I want to wrap up with, with arguably the most important thing though. Um, And that is, what is it with you and Star
1: Wars? (laughs) You know, it's just fun. It's just fun okay. and I love themes. I I love themes. And I was like, you know, I like Star Wars. I can go with this. And we came up with a the theme and I've just been going with it.
0: Well, and and I I do bring it up because you'll see in uh, on the videos that there are certain things that come across as very Star Wars themed. And so if you're not prepared for it, Or understand that that's, that is you, you know, it's like, uh, I'm confused. What, what's this, what's this about here?
1: It's my brand, Chuck. Um, (laughs) it's, it's just, and I try to have it be that it's not the end of the world. If you don't follow the example, you know, like it's okay. It's just a ship. Don't worry about it. Um, (laughs) And so I throw them in just for fun because I did it a lot in my task management course where I'm giving, I'm showing examples of all the different apps, like setting up a project in them and what does that look like. And so they're all different things like, you know, like I, I got to get the Millennium Falcon in for servicing and it's okay if you don't know what the Millennium Falcon is. You can still watch me make the demo. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. It works.
0: That's, no, I like it. The <laughs> other thing that I have to ask you about, and I'm glancing over at it looking right now. Um what is the photo that you have up as the uh top where it looks like you um <laughs> in engaging in some sort of martial art?
1: Oh, on the channel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I uh, I yeah, well we can talk about the one in the background, but yeah, I was referring to the one on the channel.
1: Um so a weird set of circumstances, I ended up with my nephew in downtown Portland, waiting for our iPhones to be serviced with Jedi costumes. So we dressed up in Jedi costumes and ran around downtown Portland, taking fun pictures. And many of them were outside the Apple store because we were waiting for the phone to get finished being serviced. And so we, uh, we took a lot of pictures there and I was like, I like this one. It fits my theme. So I'll just go with it.
0: I love it. I love it.
1: We're did, playing Jedi. That's the answer.
0: Okay. Did did you um I mean how did the, how did the public react to uh, you playing Jedi with your nephew in front of the Apple store?
1: So, anywhere else it would have been strange. In Portland, most people didn't bat an eye. <laughs> Occasionally, what one person did say, "What convention am I missing that I should have been at today instead?"
0: Uh but,
1: but mostly, it's just like, oh, huh, there's a Jedi right there. <laughs> we have a bagpiping unicycler. I mean, it's just a thing that, uh, yeah. it, it's a place where it's just sort of accepted that you do weird stuff like that.
0: <laughs> it sounds like what San Francisco <laughs> used to be, and maybe still is for that matter. Um, but, Yeah. So I, I like it. I like it. Okay, so, <laughs> but since you since you cocked the camera up, I have to ask you to explain what's on the wall behind you. That's important <laughs> too.
1: This one. Um, that is a pencil drawing of a lightsaber hilt floating that my husband drew because he does photorealistic drawings.
0: It is very, very good. It really is.
1: <laughs> He's pretty good.
0: So folks, if you can't tell from this conversation, there's a lot of uh, neurodiversity going on right there inside that head. Uh, so, and if and if you don't take advantage of some of it, you're crazy because the videos are out there for free. Um, they're all interesting, and as we said earlier, if, if one doesn't apply to you, fine, skip to the next. But you really should check check them out. Subscribe to Brit's uh, YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com/addliberator. So you'll know when new videos come out, um, but check out everything else that we've talked about too. Again, I'll have links in the show notes to everything because it's all very, very important. Brittany, I, I love—I always love having you on Mac Voices um, live on Tuesday nights, and I'm, I'm so delighted that that's become a thing for you. Whenever you can put it in your schedule, so thank you. Um, your 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 thoughts and opinions, and I, and I love the fact that you will come on and then you'll just you'll come at something from a completely different angle than the rest of us. And that is a wonderful <laughs> thing. So please keep doing it.
1: Aw, thank you so much for having me, Chuck.
0: So run down one, one last time real quick. I, I mentioned the YouTube channel. Where else should folks try to connect with you or uh, see everything that you do?
1: If you want to see the place that I almost never tweet, you go to ADD Liberator on Twitter. Um, <laughs> 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 I just i am not very good at it. Um that you've already said the YouTube several times. My website is conquer.consulting if that's something you want to check out there. Um, and we have the ADHD Guild uh, for some of our ADHD group things, and that's adhdguild.com.
0: Great. Thank you so much for the time. Really, really appreciate it.
1: Well, oh, thank you.
0: Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. I don't know about you, but I'm off to watch more of Brittany's videos because I feel like there's some that will definitely help me that I haven't gotten to yet. Um, So until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web.